Alright everybody, it's Sunday. It's time for an episode of uh Talking That Talk. It's your boy Flopper Richley. We gonna get it again. So last week we had talked about a religious outlook on how people may have viewed certain things about religion or just different religions in, in general. So this week what I would like to do is talk about speaking on where the where spirits go and if they either go to heaven or hell or why the fact that while some still while uh, some spirits still amongst us on earth and what is the purpose to that? So if you look back in the in the Egyptian times, like I said last week how the pharaohs would get buried in the tomb and they believed that their spirit would go to the afterlife. But yet, they would go back to the tomb and they would do this constantly, like every day. So every day, their spirit would rise up and they'd make this journey to the afterlife. But the journey to the afterlife is they would have to pass a fire, some fire pit, and then the lake of water, and then they would end up amongst other pharaohs, gods, the the god of the sun god, the same god, the god of wind, all these different gods. But yet, like I said, their spirit would rise up and make the journey. So it's almost like their essence never transcended. Like they were just stuck making the same journey over and over and over again. And it's it's like, what's the purpose of this? I, because we're taught well, not everybody, but most religions are taught when you die, you go to heaven and you go to hell. Like, that's your destination. Like, if you live a good life, if you, you know, if you repent, you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you go to heaven. If you don't, you go to hell. And it's like, why, if that's the case, then why? Do some spirits remain? What is their, what is their purpose? So how I feel is I believe that their purpose here is to give some of us peace. Because if you think about it, some, some random person can remind you of a loved one that you've lost. As in. Your, your grandmother could be the most sweetest lady in the world. You know, she might have helped raise you or, you know, she raised you or whatever the case may be. She passes, like, you know, she passes away. A few years later, you bump into somebody just randomly somewhere and they give you that feeling of your grandmother. Like, out of, out of like, out of nowhere. I've had that happen to me several times. Um... Or they might, something about the way they look reminds you of someone who's passed away. Because I feel that you don't just totally transcend. Like, you don't just, like, not all of you goes to the next step. Like, a piece of you stays here. The Hindus believe that you get, like I said last week, if you live a good life, you move on to the next life, and you, you're, you're, you're more successful 
in your next life than you was in your previous life. If you live the bad life, you, your next life isn't so glamorous. But the overall picture is you're not going to heaven, nor are you going to hell. You're this, you're here, but you're, you're prospering in a way that you live. So you live good, you get good. You live bad, you're going to get the bad. So with that, it's like, if if you if you're supposed to go to heaven, but yet people can say that they see they see ghosts, or or a ghost or a demon, either one, like either one, ghost or a demon. Even though ghosts are not harmful in so many ways, and the demons are like the Jeffrey Dahmers and the Charles Mansons and things like that. Those are those will be the 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 the, the demons, but. It's like going, we're supposed to transcend, and they're not transcending. Why are they not transcending? The ones who can see them say they have unfinished business. So what is the unfinished, what is the unfinished business that keeps them here? Is it to bring closer to the family, to their family member, or is it like, are they just stuck because like they don't know what to do with themselves? I just believe that they're trying to figure out their journey because what if their destination isn't heaven or hell because what if there is no heaven or hell what if that's meant what if that's what we was told because we're taught to believe in good and evil like you're taught like if there's good there has to be evil there can't you can't have one with others like yin and yang so if we if we was told that but why would we told that for control. The number one tool in controlling somebody is fear. Like fear is the most powerfulest control mechanism you can have. Because if somebody is scared, they don't do. Think about it. If you when you're a child, when your parent your parents put fear in you say, Don't do this, don't do this. If you do this, this is gonna happen. Now times of him, they're right. But they put that fear in you, so you don't do it. Like, you don't even second guess doing it. It's like, okay, well, okay, doing this, this is going to happen. Same thing with religion. If you don't repent and take Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you don't, you don't go to heaven. And the end goal is for everybody to want to get to heaven. See how that control, that control works? So your your when you die, your spirit is supposed to leave you, or your essence, or your aura is supposed to leave your body and transcend to heaven. Even though that 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 transition doesn't always happen. So if something is supposed to happen that doesn't always happen, why are we taught that it's supposed to happen? Why can't I pass away and I just walk this journey in a different form? Like, have you ever thought? When you go to sleep and you dream, that's not a different part of you. See, people say that the Matrix was ahead of its time. No, the Matrix is tapped into something that people are scared to talk about. It's like when you when you sleep, when you when you dream, that dream might be you in a different different time zone, a different universe. So that's you. 
being a millionaire, being a rapper, being a singer, being a ball player, being whatever it is in that dream. That is you at that moment. So then you wake, you go to sleep in that world, boom, and you wake up in this one. So you're back to this one. That's crazy. Now some some of them you don't remember. I, I feel like some of them you're not meant to remember. You're not meant to remember all of it. You're not meant to remember everything. Because some things, you know, you're maybe you tapped into it too early for you to to see, but somehow that that you that window opened up and you got to see what you know what could happen or where you could be, whatever the case may be, but you don't remember it because it's not meant to for you to remember. Now, let's talk about the ones when we say, "Oh, this is deja vu." Deja vu is a reoccurrence of a so-called dream that you've had. So, if you had a dream that you was going to purchase a red, brand new car, okay. So you work hard, boom. You get this red car, oh man, this is deja vu, I had this in a dream. No, what you did was you tapped in to something early and you worked, you grinded and you worked hard and boom, you made that into a reality. It had nothing to do with deja vu, like you made it happen. Like your, your essence, your aura, you worked hard and it was like, okay, now it's time for you to for you to get this and you got that so that's what you tapped into because you had uh, you had business to handle and you handled it so when 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 these things happen why do we as people get scared why do we as people don't want don't acknowledge the fact that we can tap into certain things. It's because we're scared. It's because like we were told, oh, if you do that, you're a witch and witches were birth to the state. I mean, everybody has powers. Think about it, like, think about it. Bodybuilders, right? They're freakishly buff. That's because they, they they eat six, seven, eight times a day. They they train hard. They manipulate their body. They go through the pain, and poof, they get real buff. That's their time. That's their that's their power. The guy who's the rapper, he, back in the day, I don't know about the day, but that's a whole other subject. So they were able to put words together in a poetic form. Put that poetic format to a beat and boom now you listen to it you vibe into it that's their power same with singing same with acting everybody has their own power like you yourself might have the power to do something like you might be a good spokesperson but you psych yourself out you're your own critic you're your own worst enemy you have self-doubt but when you go to sleep, you see yourself being a motivational speaker. You see yourself being maybe like a politician. Whatever case, something to do with speaking to the people. You see this. But here, 
you hold yourself back because it's like, oh, I don't like people, or I don't like my voice, or I don't like the way I look, or this, that, and the third, because you hold yourself back. So it might be your aura and your essence telling you this is what you need to strive to do. This is what you need to strive to work on. Because in your, in your next life, that's, that's where you might be. We all work into a goal. We all work for a goal. My goal is different than your goal. But I'm working towards a goal. So when I pass away, the transition from my spirit and my, my aura and my essence stays here. The, so people, in, people will remember I left for imprint. That's the end game. The end game is to to be remembered. Like nobody wants to be forgotten. Nobody wants to be forgotten. Good or bad. Like you don't want to be for, like you don't want to be forgotten. Like you always want to be remembered. So then right, if we're supposed to go to heaven or hell in this day and age, why now you have people being cloned? Like, people are making clones, like, accurate clones of people working on seeing if if they can take the aura or the essence or what makes you you. Because your body is not you. Your mind is a part of you. But it's your essence, your soul, your aura. That is you. That is, that's you. They're trying to take that part of you, put it in your clone, so you live for I'm I can't say forever, but you you live. That that that's that's freaky. That's freaky. So that lets me know that science will almost push away religion. Because, like I said, religion, from what we've been taught, do good, go to heaven. Do bad, go to hell. But what happens if we're in hell now, working our way up to heaven? So what if you're trapped in hell right now, and the path that you're walking is you're either walking your way up, working your way up to heaven by doing good deeds, or you're content, so you do some crazy stuff, and you just stay here. Right? So that theory of hell on earth, nobody really starts to think where like where does that come from? This what is that like who who came up with that concept? Why would why do we think we're already what would make that person think that they was already in hell? What what was going through their mindset when they was like, It's hell on earth? But if you've never been to hell, how would you know what hell looks like? Because we're taught that, we're told, oh, it's a place that's with endless fire, people get castrated and chains and things like that. But if nobody's been there to see it, how do they paint this image? Why would they paint the image? Fear. Just like they paint the image of heaven. Oh, with open gates and it's nothing but good. And you see the, oh. 
But if you've never been to heaven, how can you say how can you say what it looks like? Fear. You want to put fear in people, so they do what you want. Just like with the Muslims, they say if you sacrifice yourself or blind yourself up, you will be for one with Allah forever. So what do they do? They go around, blow themselves up because they was. That's what they've been told. They've been told if they if they said do this, this would happen. Blowing yourself up to be one with Allah. When at first, being a Muslim was a lifestyle. It wasn't a religion. It was a lifestyle. They got turned into a religion, just like Christianity. Christianity didn't come about until the Romans needed needed a way to put fear in people. Because remember, before the Romans, it was the Greeks. Before the Greeks, the Egyptians. Before them, the Indians, who are like whoever was here, like the Aztecs, the Mayans, all that, right? So if all these said people were here before the Romans, and they all had different ways of their religion. I'll cover this in episode one. But they, it was always a sun god, a wind god, a water god, a god for this, a god for that. They were multiple gods. But, but when the Romans came, they was like, okay, boom. They killed, they say, we killed in the name of Jesus. But the commandments say, thou shalt not kill. So I'm going to take your land in the name of Jesus. I'm going to kill you, your, your wife, slaughter your kids, whatever, in the name of Jesus, because I want your land. But it's, it's thou shalt not kill. Many people don't even know Jesus was a more. Jesus was a more. Amor is somebody with pigment skin. So pigment skin is a skin of color. I'm not saying he was black. I ain't saying he was. He was just a man of color. Hair made of wool. Skin of color. More. But yet, we see the pictures painted. Jesus with the blonde hair, blue eyes, or the brown hair, blue eyes. But the ones that you see with the blonde hair, blue eyes, the Nazis had, the perfect human was, Hitler said the perfect human had blonde hair, blue eyes. That's what they were trying to create. Fear. Fear. But then it goes to, if God is all-powerful, why why do I need a middleman? Why do I need a middleman to believe in God? Right? Jesus was all Jesus is stronger than us as in he gave his life for what he believed in. Okay? But that doesn't mean that I should believe in Jesus to believe in God. 
But when you bring in God, that's all. God is all powerful. God is the creator of, every, of, of all, right? So God created Jesus. Jesus laid down the foundation and became some kind of public figure, sacrifice to say, oh, I'm going to wash away the sins of man and this and the third. But why do I have to believe in Jesus to believe in God? Why can't I just believe in God? Like going to church, right? Why do I have to sit here and listen to a man talk about what they read in the book when, one, I can read it for myself and help get my own interpretation, and two, have my own relationship with God? Nobody ever thought about it like that? I'm not saying Jesus is the minimum. I'm not saying, I'm not taking away your beliefs. I'm not, I'm not, but once again, anything that I say, it's from an unbiased opinion. Boy, Christ, Christians are so biased. It's, it's, in order to believe in one, I have to believe in this. In order for this to happen, you got to go through this. You must do this. You got to go do this. Because that's what we get taught this when we little. Because that came from the slave masters putting fear in the slaves. When we when when the slaves came over, they're already spiritual people, not religious but spiritual. Okay, so then you tie in saying, "Hey, what you believe is wrong. Believe in this, and everything's gonna be okay." So y'all, they start praising. One, they start praising. Oh, Jesus is, Jesus is this, Jesus is that. Jesus walked on water. But then it's scientifically proven, if you look, if you go to the beach and you look far enough, a person can look like they're walking on water from, from, from afar. If the water, if, you, if you're on shallow water, when the, when the water first hits the beach, the shore, you're technically walking on water at that moment. So you're going to say, well, it was proven that Noah built the ark because they found the ark at the bottom of the ocean. True. Anybody can build a boat. Columbus built a boat. They had a boat for Columbus. They built submarines. The Egyptians built pyramids. Perfect in, in shape and everything. And this is before their time. So why couldn't somebody build a boat that carried two or everything? So you're sitting here telling me that it's not, it was not existent for somebody to come up with a concept of the floods coming, let me prevent myself from dying by building a boat. How is that not possible? People fight lions every day. So to sit here and say Daniel was doing the greatest task about beating a lion, okay, people beat lions every day. Now,
It's like with the everything. It's like with everything that we do, it it always ties back in to the book because, like I said, you are your own lion in some way. Because what if the lion was fear? If the what if the lion was fear? Of whatever failure, success, not being self, not being accepted, whatever it was, scared of heights. That's the lion. So once you conquer that, you've conquered the lion. You've beat set lion. But all this ties into everything. It all ties into everything. And what I mean by that is this. When you sneeze, if somebody doesn't say bless you, or if they do say bless you, do you do you say thank you or do you just kind of like you just like give them a look, you know, like give them a look with a little head nod or whatever? Or if they don't say it, do you get offended? Me, myself? I don't, if, if I sneeze and I don't hear, if nobody says bless you, I don't, or whatever, I don't really get back. But if they do, I don't really, sometimes I say thank you and sometimes I, I, I don't. But somebody here told me that they don't do it because they might not be of the same religious beliefs as them. So it's like taking, accepting uh, a blessing from a different God. So if our God is a jealous God, accepting a blessing from a different religion is wrong. Just like if our God is a jealous God, he really wouldn't want us worshiping a man. Because remember, Jesus was moral, right? Jesus was moral. Okay. So with that being said, if Jesus was moral, why would... God who has the power who created Jesus why would he want us to put praise in a mortal man when we're supposed to be doing it to him Jesus didn't create the dinosaur Jesus didn't create no tree Jesus you see what I'm saying so it's like God did all this God gave you when people say you have God given title they don't say you have Jesus giving talent, you have God giving talent. So, why are we investing so much in a man? When them same, when them, that same energy should just go directly to the source. You know, we get we get taught from where we're taught from little. Do this, 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 and this. Okay, but then as you get older, when you start to see things for yourself, you you're you're wrong. You're wrong. People make money off of religion. You go to church to give your money to help a man pay bills. The man don't work. The man, like you pay this man's bills. But yet, then when you go, when you when when you yourself or somebody is going through a situation, oh well, I can't help you, but we gonna pray for you, my nigga. I don't need you to pray, my nigga. I need you to. Give me a few dollars so I can so I can eat. 
My license is finna get cut off, man. I've been, I, gave, I gave you my last twenty dollars. Um, well, you know, brother, you know the churches, you know. Nah, nigga, I don't know, but nigga, I know my license finna get cut off. My kids need something to eat, fool. Let me get, let me get a couple hundred dollars so I can. Not, it's not. That's what the church is for. The church was for the community, not to make niggas of Hollywood. Like if I'm supposed to go up here and 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 say and say worship tied and offer to help take care of you when when it's your turn to take care of me, nigga, you, you go MIA. The hell is that? You know, you know? Like what is that about? But that's that spirit that's that what we're taught. Once again, we're taught. We're taught. And then it's like if you don't know what to talk, the fear kicks in. So when that fear kicks in, you know people don't they they panic. And then when they panic, they do something that out of character, and then it messes up their aura. Like you ever figure, you ever you ever did something that you know you weren't you weren't supposed to do, and it, you felt bad on the inside. That's your aura f- fucking with you. That's your that that's your essence fucking with you. Like fuck the. Whatever happened, it's how you feel about what happened. Cause I'm on, I'm on plenty of people who done some fucked up shit, but they don't feel nothing. And then they do something really crazy, and it's like, damn, bro, I, I feel some type of way about. It. Yeah, nigga, that's your, your, your spirit, your essence, your aura, your being, you, you, telling you you fucked up. Go make that right. Go fix that. Go fix that. If not, some shit gonna go. Some shit gonna go down. That's karma. Karma ain't nothing but spirit. Like karma ain't nothing but spirit. 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 coming back full circle. What I mean by that is, you do something severely fucked up. Because I mean, we've all done something bad, but you do something so fucked up. It makes you feel some type of way. If you don't fix it, later on down the road, some shit happens. That's their presence. That's their aura. That's their pressure. When you could have made that, you could have made that right, and you would have, you would have. The situation wouldn't have boiled over. But yeah, man, I was just you know having these little thoughts or whatever. You know how we get down when we talking and talk. On Sunday, I got to drop the jewels once again. Everything I say is unbiased. It's come from it comes from a, a unbiased place. I'm just here to talk, give a different perspective on things. Come in next week if you like what I, if you like what I be talking about. Don't hesitate to share. Thank y'all for listening. I'm out.